Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time to BS. now huh i mean it appears so i mean thanks to the uh delightful mexican government uh they revealed what appears to be an alien carcass and it doesn't look like yoda from empire strikes back like it's okay i mean nothing new with that i guess depending on how you view these things but hey How's it going? Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We're coming to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York. It's time to be us with Samuel Smooth. And I am your host, the aforementioned uh, Samuel Smooth. Uh, brought to you by Lot Terrain Watches. Use the promo code time to be us at lotterrain.com for some sweet deals over on the website. Um, use the promo code bellyupfantasy at manscaped.com for 20% off your next order. Use the promo code bellyup20 at candidips.com for 20% off your next order. Uh, home of uh, your, some cannabis infused pouches. Uh, have a good time with those. Uh, and also, this podcast is sponsored by our friends at SwiftLifestyles.com. Use uh, your eSports supplements today and use the promo code time to bs for some sweet deals over at SwiftLifestyles.com. And don't forget to download the free U Stadium app and talk with the best sports fans and even win some great prizes and talk some stuff from whatever. It's my... Uh, Trying to get used to this ads page that's in front of me, but uh, you know, it's uh, having a good time. Have some fun with that. Uh, crap, we're gonna have fun. Uh, what's going on here? What's what's going on in the uh, in the world of uh, sports? Just uh, we're celebrating a thousand episodes of TNA slash Impact. Uh, we got baseball talk, uh, wrestling, speaking of TNA, uh, AEW, B- BS, mostly football, it's exciting, we got some hockey coming up, it's, that's that's very nice, the weather's getting cold, you know, feels nice to sit outside, have a cigar, drink coffee, glass of whiskey, whatever you're into, I don't care, just, um, you know. Enjoy the cold weather. Uh, but we start things off here with um, Aaron Rodgers. 
Uh, four plays into his Jets tender. That is not a typo. That is true. 75 seconds into his Jets career. 39 years old. Aaron Rodgers tears his Achilles out for the season. Jet fans can't have anything nice. Like, you, you just can't. I, I, I feel... I feel bad, but I also... Um, this... Rightfully so, the fan base overhyped this team. Uh, thankfully, they did win their, their first game over Monday Night Football. Thankfully, they did do that. Uh, that. That's good. If they lost, I would have laughed hysterically. But, you know... This the fan base hyped this Jets team, and rightfully so. You had the most hype going into a season, I think, in God, well almost well over ten years since Rex Ryan's like second since the second of the back to back AFC title games. You know that little that little shindig. Um, I feel bad. I feel bad because they they had a lot going on for them. Um, they were on hard knocks, the Jets, and obviously they did have a lot of hype going into them this season. Now, the defense is still really good, top five at best, um, if not the best in football, depending on how you view this sort of thing. Um, and... They're stuck with Zach Wilson again. Now, again, the Jets did win, so they did win their opening night uh, game against Buffalo. But my feelings of this are, okay, I want to see what this kid can do. I want to see if Zach Wilson has learned from that time period of Aaron Rodgers being here. To see, like, okay, what did you learn? Did you learn how to be cool under pressure? Uh, did you learn to not make too many mistakes? You know, help your team win, blah, 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 blah. Like, be the leader of your team. Like, you're the guy now. Like, this is your team. So, I, I, I want to see what this kid can do. I mean, the trade deadline is in late October. And... Of course, their Jet fans already scream for Kirk Cousins, and they go, Jesus Christ, like, enough. Just enough. I want to see what Zach can do. I'm not even a fan of this team. I, 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 I watch the Jets, but, like, you know, I, I want to see what he can do. Me personally. Me personally. Just, uh, I want to see what he can do. That's it. But um, there's also some more quarterback news that says uh, Colin Kaepernick has reached out to the Jets about potentially playing for them, and it's like, good Lord. I want to do some research. When was the last time Colin Kaepernick played? He played in 20... He last played in the NFL in 2016. So... 
my thoughts on this are as simply as simple as this. I like to picture Colin Kaepernick the last few years as, like, we all know this kid, the nerd in high school who tries really hard to get with the hottest chick in the school. You know, he tries really hard, you know, be it's all nice to her, gives her flowers and shit, like, calls her beautiful, says she's really sweet, blah, 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 like, she says he's sweet, and he keeps getting rejected. Why is that? There is a little thing in life called the social market. We like to say these things where it's like, okay, depend, like your market is here. This is your market of, of your kind of people. Yeah. If you're confident enough, you can absolutely get that dime piece or ladies, if you're confident enough, you can absolutely get, you know, the ripped dude who works out for a living and just is an accountant or whatever the fuck, you know, if you have confidence Anything is possible. But at some point, you have to just say, I give up. I will give Kaepernick a ton of credit for this. Dude's got confidence to say, all right, I'm better than, you know, most of the starters in this league. Problem with that. 2015 and 2016, you stunk. So, there, there, obviously, there's a legitimate reason to say that during you know a two year period of sixteen and seventeen where he was blackmailed quote quote unquote by the league. Sure. Whatever. It's only been seven years since this whole shindig happened. And Colin Kaepernick got beaten out by Blaine Gabbert. That's all I need to say. When you get beaten out by Blaine Gabbert Nothing nothing needs to be said about your career. Now, I I just want this whole thing to just stop. Just stop. Like enough. Again, this brings back to Zach Wilson. I want to see what this kid can do. I really want to see what this kid can do. Now, there's also a great debate started by Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari. Hey, the NFL should ban turf fields and go back to natural grass. Problem. Problem with that. Uh, the owners of that of the stadiums, uh, I'm sure it's a bitch of a time trying to switch grass out for, let's say, a concert venue as opposed to, let's say, switch out... Block a turf there, block a turf there, you know, here, there, wherever, where. And it's, you know, there you go. Like MetLife Stadium, perfect example. Um, it's a lot easier. That, that's, a, that's a football stadium, but also doubles as a soccer as a soccer venue and a concert venue. Like, that's true. Soccer? Really? I don't know. Um, this is off the top of my head. I, I do know... That it is football and and concert. Um, with the case of let's say Chicago, I think they have grass. With the case of you know Miami, they have grass. Kansas City, perfect example, natural grass. Green Bay has grass, to my knowledge, but it's 
it's one of those situations where, yeah, it makes sense, but you got to look at it from the business side of things. Because after all, the NFL and these stadiums are a business. That's that's just how the way shit goes. And so as much as you want to change it, you angry mob on Twitter, you can't. You just can't. You can try. I'll give you that, but you can't. Um, some more football news. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are apparently dating. Yeah, that's how slow this news day has been the last week or so. Good Lord. This, this is how slow this week of news has been. I mean, hey, good for you two. Um, the Angels are, are effing mess, but that's no surprise because, uh, I have a, such a bad problem with this. Um, the Angels should have traded Shohei Otani. That's at the deadline. That's 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 indisputable at this point. But there's also this little thing uh, where the great Mike Trout debate comes in. I think the last time the Angels made the playoffs was like 2009. I think so. 2014. And Mike Trout... Is, I don't know what to think. I, I, just, I just don't know what to think of this whole thing. He's one of the great players in baseball. Obviously. There's no debate there. And he's a really great player. He really he made the playoffs once. Once. I think during Mike Trout's entire time with Anaheim. Yeah, they did yeah, it's it's hard to believe that a team with two Superstars in Mike Trout and Shohei Otani don't even have a winning record. You know what? Angel fans that do listen, you should be mad. Be mad at ownership. Be mad at management. Be mad at coaching. Be mad at whoever. But the fact of the matter is this. You sh- they need to trade Mike Trout. They would get so much back from, but who knows? It might be like the Stanton trade with the Marlins from years ago. They might just get nothing back for him. And that's the pitiful truth of small market baseball. For your superstar players, you'll get nothing back a majority of the time. Because that's how it is. That's how it is. And it's a damn shame. It really is. Um, In other news, we have... Fuck, where is it? Uh, we celebrate 1,000 episodes of TNA and Impact Wrestling. Slash Impact Wrestling. I'm, I'm happy for them. Because you know what? It looked like this company was in the dirt the last several years. And then you could thank, ironically enough, AEW for their rise to power once again. 
It was just good because you know it's a good company. It really is. I'm, we were you guys remember this? You were so hyped when TNA was in its glory days from 2005 to 2011 ish. Everything was right in the world. Wrestling was at as its last great peak during that time period as a whole. Like, Ring of Honor is still really good. TNA was, you know, getting was getting really good ratings and whatever. And the WWE was, you know, at the peak of its... The last great peak of its power at that point. You know, Undertaker was winning the Rumble. John Cena was becoming Super Cena. You know, Triple H, Edge, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Abyss, Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Hardy, you know, Kurt Angle and TNA. Like, good lord... The talent was there. Adam Cole, that might have been later on, but still, like Samoa Joe, good lord, the talent was there. And they fell off. They fell off a little bit. Like when big buyers like Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff helped take over and just took what made TNA unique and just chucked out the window. Vince Russo tore it, down, tore it apart, buried most of the town, if not all of it. And here they're still here. A thousand episodes later, 20 years later, 20 plus years later, you fucking did it. You did it. Um. So, oh boy. Uh, speaking of AEW, um... The all-in attendance over at Wembley Stadium reportedly had 81,000 plus fans in attendance, uh, which would which would have been a professional wrestling record, I think, at that point for a pay-per-view event. I think for an, the North American side of things, uh, Wembley Stadium, ironically, in London, but uh, it would have beaten WrestleMania 32's record. Uh, AEW lied about it when they really had like what was it, 71,000? Something like that. So, that's not the funniest part of this whole thing. Will Ospreay of New Japan Pro Wrestling, who was in, who was at All In in Wembley, uh, got a tattoo that had the AEW All In attendance record on it. A fabricated attendance record. Good lord, it's hysterical. That That's just, oh, it's so funny. I was so happy for AEW the first maybe two, two, three years into its existence. I was so pumped for it because it was like, you know what? It was unique. It was good. It was, it was fresh. It was, you know, you had all this young talent, like, you know, or unknown talent to wrestler, wrestling fans outside WWE. You know, you had guys like, Long Island's own MJF, Hangman Adam Page, the Young Bucks, who were the, yeah, uh, Kenny Omega, you know, Cody Rhodes came out, came back from the dead, assumingly, after leaving, after being fired from WWE, you know, Dustin Rhodes, you know, good Lord, gets better, FTR, they acclaimed, like, all this talent was there. Darby Allen. And then what happened? What happened? 
I mean, I, I, I it's, this is not me being pissed. This is more of a disappointment. Disappointment in the fact that you had something great, and what did you do to fuck it up? I think it was a year ago when I said that AEW is slowly turning into what TNA was, and that was just a a shit show full of ex WWE guys and just more drama than anything else. It was just it was shit product. It well TNA had TNA had a small budget but a great product. AEW in this case had a, has a large budget, an astronomically large budget. And a shit product. What the fuck happened? I don't know. But the AEW Wolfpack that's going to probably, you know, that will tear anyone to shreds that says anything bad about AEW. Points for confidence, boys. But this leads into CM Punk. Two years ago, they did something that many thought was impossible. And that was bring CM Punk out of exile. Seven years away from the business. He returns in Chicago to, for his AEW debut. It was unprecedented in wrestling lore. That we have never... St- this was something that we all expected was never going to... That we all predicted was never going to happen again. CM Punk in a wrestling ring. And it did. It happened. He had a great run. He did. Now, the Young Buck fanboys that will say, Oh, CM Punk's toxic. And you're trying to compare apples to oranges. You're trying to compare something that you love, which is new, as opposed to something that you disagree with, which is old. I get it. What's old... What's old is old, and what's new is the fr- as new as new. I fucking get it. You want to turn over a new leaf, essentially, is what you're doing. But CM Punk was fired by AEW, I think, two weeks ago, or something like that. And to sum it up, Tony Khan. Um, and the Young Bucks basically did the dumbest possible thing they could have done from a business perspective. And that's fire the biggest draw your company has ever had. And in all likelihood, he's going to go back to WWE. You never know with this shit. For all we know, Survivor Series is in Chicago this year. In two months. You never know. You never know. And... the. I feel I, I I feel conflicted by this because on one hand it was the best possible outcome that could have happened to do what's be- best for the business I get it but then also it it, it l- makes me lose so much respect for this company because again they had something going for them and if it wasn't for everybody everybody's egos getting involved. Things would have been fine. Things have been fine. And yeah, you have MGF as world champion. That's cool. But he's not even the biggest draw in the company's history. And that says a lot. 
I love MJF. I do. I think he's a really great character and a, and a great wrestler. But Jesus Christ, the Young Bucks, th- they did this themselves. Like, don't be su- like I, I'm not going to be surprised if the, this company falls to complete and total shit. You never know at these things. Oh, you never know. You never know. But anyway. Let's go to WWE side of things. Uh, WWE is now under new ownership of the Endeavor uh, brand, which merged them with UFC. Uh, and yes, Vince is somehow still involved at 80 years old. Um, but this is this is not why it's here. What's here is they are looking to revamp the title picture. WWE is like add a mid card women's title. And bring and reportedly bring back a cruiserweight championship. Um, that's fucking cool as shit. So, I mean, they have a lot of women's talent, and they do need a mid card title. That's not the women's tag team championships, by the way. It's cursed, but whatever. Um, even if they just bring in like one or two, that's just just one, just one. That's fine. Hell, bring back the Divas Championship for all I care. That'd be cool. That'd be cool as shit. Bring back the Divas title. That'd be sweet. Um, And the Cruiserweight Championship, I fucking love that idea. Like, going back to TNA. Like, do you remember the X Division? It's still around, but do, do you remember the glory days of the X Division? Chris Sabin... AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, good lord, Frankie Kazarian, it gets bad. Oh, awesome. Like, that's what I would hope the Cruiserweight division's going to be. Something similar to that. And they tried. They tried with the with 205. And they tried. Didn't work, but tried. Well, didn't last. But I, I would I would fucking love that. That's that's just me. Uh, but also in the first SmackDown of the new Endeavor era, uh, an old friend came back. The Rock has returned home. Yes, The Rock, who's been gone seemingly from WWE since I think a few years now. Um, Made his first appearance in a lo- very long time in WWE with Pat McAfee. Um, and all of a sudden, people are teasing the idea of, holy shit, are we going to finally get a Roman Reigns match with The Rock? Are we finally going to get it? But the rumors were coming out. Yes, one of them became true. Yes, WWE had a match planned. With The Rock and Roman Reigns for WrestleMania 39 in Los Angeles this past April. Yes, that was true. But then people are saying, oh my god, WrestleMania 40's in Philadelphia. Could we see The Rock and Roman Reigns like in that time for the title? And my response is, fuck no. As much as I would love to see it, fuck no. Cody Rhodes is right there. You want to do what's best for business. I get it. And for the long-term goal rather than the short-term goal. That I, I I personally I don't think it's a great idea. But then again, what do I know? Um, so 
It is week two officially of the NFL season, and last week the Seahawks had a, uh, how would I fucking describe this? Uh, A very miserable, miserable game against the Los Angeles Rams, and I, I just, oh, good Lord. Um, so, Seattle lost 30-13 on on home turf. Um, and the Rams put up 30 points without Cooper Cup, and they just proceed to run rough shot over the Seahawks. Um, Stafford finished 24-38 for 334 yards. But that's not the, the shit part. Seattle had 180 yards of total offense to the game. The Rams had 426. Now, I could put the blame card on a lot of fucking people. I could. I really could. As much as I would say, oh, Pete's going to... This is a terrible thing that, that could... This is one of the worst decisions that could have happened. Blah, 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 blah. But the same situation, it's like, really? Like, first of all, I get it. You, you had a... you. This, this team was hyped going into the year. It's like, oh my God, they're actually going to be competent, I guess. But I was... I was confused by this notion of... Oh, shit. Like, what happened? Like, what happened? Seahawks, did your balls drop off? Like, you can blame the defense all you want, but when the offense has 180 yards of offense for the game... That's an issue. But then again, then again, it's one game. It's one game. One game into the season. Tonight, well, later today, they played Detroit in Ford Field in Detroit. They play the Lions. And I'm going to have my fucking eye sockets on that game, all the statistics of this game. And I'm going to be like, what happened if they if they lose terribly? Which you never know. You never know of this shit. But I, I'm just I want to see how they're gonna do against a pretty good Lions team. But I'm not ready to panic because it's one game into the year. And because of its one it's one game into the season, well soon to be two games in the year, you never know with this shit. You never know how this season's gonna go. It's a long, long effing season of seventeen games. Well seventeen weeks. And it is it, it, you never know. You never fucking know with with what's gonna happen. For all we, I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers towards Achilles. You never know at this shit. So that that's my feeling on this. I mean, trust the process. You never fucking know what's going to happen. It's one game of the year. So that'll do it for this uh, spectacular shit show. Time to BS with Daniel Smooth. Uh, 
thanks for tuning in guys uh enjoy the rest of your week enjoy enjoy what whatever time you have left on this earth but uh just enjoy life guys because you know life is short don't 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 take it for granted go enjoy yourselves and fucking do some shit and uh ladies and gentlemen my name is Daniel Smooth. I'm coming to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York, and I hope to see you all in this life or the next one. Have a good one, guys.